Okay, so after seven hours behind the wheel headed back to Wisconsin, I had some time to finally process all that happened at the Midwest Regional Tow Show in Mason, Ohio. All I can say is, wow, what an experience. While I was out on the show floor looking at all the vendor booths, DJ Harrington pulled me into the podcast booth live right there from the show floor. Talk about an amazing experience being interviewed by two great legends of towing, Wes Wilburn and DJ Harrington, on the American Towing and Recovery Institute On The Go podcast. That was so fun. I do appreciate that they agreed to let me air some of that interview on the Totally She Said podcast. So let's go ahead and dive right into that. Welcome one and all to Totally She Said podcast. On this podcast, your host, Michelle Succo, will dive into the lives and interests of women in the towing industry, where we will share the views, the experiences, and the perspective of these women. The Totally She Said podcast will be informative and engaging and probably even a little bit too much fun. Without further ado, here is my friend and host, Michelle Succo. Now, all of our listeners know we're at the Midwest Regional Tow Show here in Mason, Ohio. And one of the people walking by, since we're live, Wes, is Michelle Succo, who's the owner of HDM Towing and Truck Center in Wisconsin. We just grabbed her, brought her over here, sat down. Grabbed her, heck, she was standing in line. I thought you were handing out colored glossy headshots over here, signing them. You had a line up in a fan club going, DJ. Tell the uh, folks the truth. Well, Michelle is a former Tow Woman of the Year. Uh, she owns her own business, and this is a male-populated business, but there's a female in it. Well, there's more than one, and, and God, I wish we could get to the point as an industry that it, it wasn't such a big deal. There's so many women that hold this hold this industry together, the backbone of it. We should, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I thought we'd get past that by this day and time, but I guess I'm sounding old, DJ. I don't know what to tell you there. Michelle, we are blessed with a lot of listeners. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, your background. You can tell us your daughter got married last weekend. Yes. <laughs> I'm still coming down from that yet, DJ. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Tell our listeners a little bit about Michelle. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. I feel like I'm sitting here with two very big legends in the towing oh, industry yeah. here. Too kind. So thank you, Wes and DJ. God bless you. And yeah, they literally did pull me from the show floor, just so you know. (laughs) So, you know, I own my own towing business. It is a heavy-duty commercial towing company. So, you know, when they walk into the door and they go, hey, can I speak to the owner? They definitely aren't looking for me to go, yeah, you're looking at her. You know, that's always a conversation to be had. Um, (laughs) But I love it. Been doing it for over 22 years. Uh, I work with my son. Uh, He's running the tow trucks and he's become quite the heavy duty specialist of his own. Uh, I love the towing industry. I've been involved with with the towing industry probably more so in 2008. I would think being involved with the women of the Towing and Recovery Association of America and and I love this industry. Obviously if I'm still doing it and doing it solo, yeah, I love it. Uh, I love promoting the safety for the, the, the men and women in this industry. You know, I want For me personally, I want each of my guys to be able to go home to their families and spend time with their loved ones in the same condition that they showed up in at work. So, so important, and and that it it takes us to do that. 
you know, and and really the only other thing I would say is, you know, I, I have the Totally She Said podcast that just started this month, and I'm pretty excited about that as well, giving women another avenue of support in this industry. Yeah. To- totally She Said. Totally She Said. Can't wait to listen to it. Tell <laughs> us how you got involved in the industry. I actually got involved through a family. Um, okay. I, I wasn't involved in it to begin with. It was completely different for me. You know, my, my parents were nine to five. We ate at five o'clock. Yeah. You know, we had regimen yeah. schedules. Yes, yes. You start getting involved in the towing industry, and that all goes out the window. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a similar experience. My parents were, had a land surveying business, so this was so foreign to what what you know that business was and you, the, the what made me think of it is the yeah we ate dinner at five o'clock too it was pretty regular it was it was a rarity that we did not the whole family wasn't there for dinner at five o'clock which of course all that went out the window absolutely you, you miss a lot um you know, it's a 24-7 business. The calls come in when they do. You you make what you can, and you set yourself up the best that you possibly can. But there's a lot of missed things. But it's very rewarding. It's great to help people. Yes. That, that's what I connected with as much as anything. Mm-hmm. There were some kids in my neighborhood that drove older children, you know, kids that drove tow trucks. And I was a little juvenile delinquent and skipped school and go riding with them and stuff. And <laughs> thought it was cool riding around and, and uh, the mechanics of the towing industry. This is early, the late 70s, early 80s. The mechanics of the towing industry fascinated me. And land surveying had been the most boringest thing I'd ever done. So, <laughs> And as I, as I took my first job towing, the, the towers I rode with did like a lot of salvage towing where you weren't interacting with the customers much and whatnot. And the first job I got was at a towing company running you know police calls customer service calls back in the day dealership towing and I didn't realize you know as it started to happen how much I really enjoyed helping people in a, in a time of need somewhat you know absolutely so I, I, I totally connect with that part of it yeah that's my favorite part I love when they come in and I, I don't actually go out on the road very much uh, sometimes you know rarely on a big recovery I might do like help clean up or whatever but mm-hmm. um, for me it's when they come into like our shop and everything and I love when they're just so thankful and so appreciative and mm-hmm. thank you for being there you know like I don't know what I would have done if you weren't there and you know, your guys were great to work with. And, you know, I love hearing that feedback. And it just, it's very rewarding to be able to help them. And with my business, it's commercial. It's all we deal with is commercial customers. And, you know, that product needs to move. And right. a lot of them are on time-sensitive loads. And mm-hmm. they're so appreciative to just be able to keep going. Sure, sure. Now, Wes, let me tell you. One of the reasons why, when Michelle was walking by the hall here, and we said, oh, Michelle, come over here. Michelle, for all of our listeners, is actually speaking here on Saturday, creating a dynamic inner circle and why it matters. And I know for a fact that relationships to you make a big difference. I've heard you before on other podcasts where you are trying to tell women of the industry to belong to the women of TRAA. And I was surprised how little it costs to belong. Yeah. yeah, I was stunned. Yes, yes. So share with our listeners a little bit about what you're doing tomorrow. Okay. And a little bit about WTRAA. 
Absolutely. So I'm going to start with WTRA because you know me, I don't promote myself. Yeah. <laughs> you don't promote yourself. My, my, wife, my wife constantly tells me I need to do a better job of promoting myself. And it, I, I feel your pain because it's hard. I want the story to be about everything else but me. Exactly. So anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no worries. So WTRA, wow. You know, the story I have with WTRA is... When I first joined, they literally pretty much dragged me on the floor there as well, too. And they're like, you got to join, you got to join. And it was $30. It was the best $30 you could possibly spend in a year for the support and the, the knowledge that you get from the other ladies. And just working in this industry, we all need that extra support. It's the best $30 I've ever spent. And I hardly said anything. We'd go to meetings, never said anything. And uh, one of my friends, she's like, when, when we first brought you in here, you were as quiet as a church mouse. Now look at you. We can't shut you up. You just keep talking. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I, I do. I tend to do that. But, you know, these women, I don't think if it was for these women in the WTR, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking with you, right. DJ, for yeah. sure, and Wes. There, there's just, there's no way. So I love that support. And, you know, we need people that help and encourage us and inspire us and, and, and keep mm-hmm. us motivated and, and that's kind of segueing into what I'm doing here to you know tomorrow mm-hmm. speaking at what about your inner circle it's a whole different concept to a seminar at a toe show like you know most of the seminars here you know how to get paid maybe OSHA maybe mm-hmm. you know like all the laws and regulations you know how to prevent you know all these things yeah. in your business staying compliant staying compliant yep all those things are like your typical toe show yeah. seminars well this is completely different so I'm a little nervous I'm hoping they'll be open-minded and want to come in here a little bit right. more right. Um, because you know your business starts with you if you're not in your best frame of mind are you really going to be able to uh, run your business at its best probably not and so one of the things that I really speak to my clients about is creating a really dynamic inner circle. Because think about it. If you're around people who are negative or looking to bring you down, I mean, how, how can you flourish and grow? And it's so important to make sure that you have the right people surrounding you who, are, who encourage you, who motivate you, and, and, and keep you going. You know, this is a tough industry. I mean, anyone that says it's not is crazy. It, this is a tough business. 24-7, constant calls, danger on the side of the road, and everything else. So, We will be right back to finish talking about all this and more after this short break. Slow down. Slow down and move over. Move over. When you see signs. Lights. Vests. Please, give us some room. Slow down. Slow down and move over. When you need help. It's our job. To help you. To save you. Despite the danger. This danger. This danger is real. Do your part. Please. Slow down. Slow down. And move over. Move over. All right. Well, we're back. We're here on the show floor, the Midwest Regional Toe Show. Got a great guest today. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners. We're well over 6,000 weekly listeners, and we really appreciate that. I cannot tell you how humbling that is. If you if you like it, if you, if you enjoy the program, I ask you to like it share it, but most of all, enjoy it. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate you. All right. Michelle, here's what I want to ask. And Wes, thank you. And I thank our listeners also. Michelle, you're speaking tomorrow, and 
give us some tips, not just for a towing woman, but for women in the industry or women in business in general. What are some of your thoughts that you're going to pass out tomorrow you could share with our listeners? Okay, so that's a two-part question. So the first one I'm going to do about just women in business in general and women in the towing industry, I'm just going to say don't give up and look for the support because there is a ton of support, both men and women in this industry they love to help. It's what we do in general, but I have so many very close, near and dear friends that are so supportive and encouraging. And I just want you to reach out because they want to help. They really do. You just have to ask for it. If you don't ask, you're not going to get it. So uh, that would be my number one tip for business in general. And as far as my presentation tomorrow about uh, creating a dynamic inner circle and why that's important, because life is hard. Yes. Towing is hard. So if we can find a way to make that easier with ourselves, why not do it? And so by creating a really good inner circle, I mean, I found this at my lowest point in life. Basically, a little bit before 50, my life completely started over. Everything. My business, everything. You know, they say... That, well, they don't say it's a fact. Every day, the darkest part, every 24-hour cycle, the darkest part of any day is just before a new dawn. You just got to hang on for a few minutes because a new dawn's coming. I, I I believe it. I've lived it. So I have total appreciation. And I've been in those points of my life, too, like you're yes. describing. So sorry for interrupting. No, absolutely. And that is so true. And that's a great analogy because I felt like I was at my lowest point. And honestly, it was the people that were around me that got me out of it. I, they got me unstuck. They got me just thinking forward. And if I didn't have those people around me, I don't necessarily know that I would have gotten there as fast as I did. Right. And it's so important. I mean, think about it. Do you want to have negative people around you or do you want to have positive people around you? I mean, negative's a really strong force. And if you don't eliminate it, it will overpower the good. And so I, I really want people to focus on that good stuff. Yeah, you don't hang around with stinking, thinking, doom and gloom people. I do not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not anymore. No I doom don't. and gloom in this house. Boy, no. they'll, they'll drag you down in a heartbeat. They will. Oh, yeah. They yeah. will. My favorite analogy in that is, you know, making sure that everybody's in your boat is rowing for you instead right. of drilling holes. Right, right. Yeah. Now, do us a favor. Real, real quick. Yeah. On Noah's Ark, the woodpeckers on the inside were more of a threat than the storm on the outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. Holy moly. You're even coming in with biblical stuff now. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Noah's Ark. I listened to a lot of Zig Ziglar and Anthony Robbins back in the day. What can I say? <laughs> there you go. Well, you got another I one right it. here. Oh, yeah. This, uh, this is Anthony Robbins right here. I love that guy. How can our listeners hear more of you and your blogs? What's it, Facebook, or what is a, a website we could go to? Sure, absolutely, DJ. So my website is michellesuko.com. It's Michelle with two L's, and Suko is S-U-K-O-W. So you can find anything about me there. My podcasts are on there. My blogs are on there. Yes, you are. All of my products are on there that you can get. So that's the best way to find me, and then there's links to any of the social media. Right. Awesome. She got journals on there. You really have a lot of stuff to help a person grow. Yes. On yes. your website. Yes, and thank goodness we have DJ here because I don't promote myself enough <laughs> for that either. <laughs> well, I help Wes do it too. Yeah, my wife says I'm guilty, guilty, guilty of that one. So it's, it's hard. It, it I, is hard. I, I didn't have any formal training for this. Me either. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? 
Mr. Bender here at this organization, TRAO, is quick to point out as he helps lobby on behalf of the towing industry around the state and around the country, this job is more dangerous than the fishing for fish in the Atlantic Ocean. It's just statistically proven, so... Anyway, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Stick Absolutely. It. it is actually one of the most dangerous jobs ever. I mean, I believe it's like one, one tow operator's killed every six days. Correct. You know, and anything that we can do, I mean, I would love to encourage all of you to seek out legislation, seek out, seek out ways that you can help to... Change the culture. Change the culture. Absolutely. And, you know, this is a bigger problem. This is a societal problem. As I said, I came up in this business at the end of the 70s, early 80s. Well, you know, you're not old enough to remember, but (laughs) back then, drunk driving was kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, don't do that. But then Mothers Against Drunk Driving changed our culture. We need to do, we need the same, I don't know who, where it's coming from, how it's coming, but we need the same kind of movement against distracted driving. Uh, Again, I mentioned my father was a land surveyor. Many years ago, I tried to do a presidential petition to get the president to have to react to to the to a situation. So I enlisted everybody: uh, refuge collection, tire trucks, mobile mechanics, all the different roadside community. And I can and I enlisted the surveyors as well because as a 12-year-old holding that rod on the side of a highway, when my da- help my dad do some survey, I almost got hit. And I remember he went crazy about it. We had a a blaze orange hunting vest in his in the car, and he had he he put it on. He went down to the road, had me look through the transit, and uh, you know had to give me a quick lesson on what to do and everything. But and he was stinking mad about how somebody driving down the road couldn't see somebody working there. So this is affects more than just the towing industry, and it's been going on for a long time. Absolutely, and. As we progress every single day, it gets that much more dangerous because we have that many more drivers, that much more technology. I mean, even the GPSs, even though they're right in front and you you can see them, it's still a distraction. And as more of that stuff comes available, I feel like our job gets that much more dangerous. Absolutely. I cannot agree enough. Now, we'll remind every towing operator out there Get on that non-traffic side as much as you can. Don't count on them paying attention to you. I, I wish they would take responsibility. Take responsibility for yourself. And I've said this many times. If you're loading a car on a carrier and it's a dangerous situation, load it. Install your two tie-downs on the non-traffic side. Drive like you got some sense. Let me repeat. Drive like you got some sense to the first exit. And then install the other two. And if you do that, if it becomes an issue, I will help stand behind you with as much information I can provide in my expert witness stance for free. I will stand behind any towing operator doing that if you ever get a ticket because you only have a two-point, not a four-point. And I have to believe that that will not be an issue. There's statistics floating out of there. I don't remember floating around. I don't remember where they came from exactly, but there's solid statistics about I think it was 2017 they analyzed all the towing operator deaths. 85% of the towing operators that were killed that year in a struck-by-vehicle accident, were, the vehicle that struck and killed them never touched the tow truck. So in other words, if they had been on that non-traffic side, more than likely there would not have been an incident. So my comment is I want people driving down the road to take responsibility, but I'm not going to trust my life to that. You need to do everything you can to protect yourself. So that's my parting advice for you. Uh, Michelle, I can't thank you enough. 
DJ, as always, you do a wonderful job. Take us home, DJ, would you? Michelle, I can't thank you as a guest very, very much. All our listeners, if you want an attitude of gratitude, you go to a website like I did. Michelle with two L's, S-U-K-O-W, and go to the website. You too will learn like I did. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. A huge shout out to INA Towing Network for their support of the towing industry, the women in it, and the Totally She Said podcast. If you don't want to miss an episode, make sure you subscribe to or follow the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please like and share this with others that you think would enjoy it too. And I'd love it if you'd leave a review. The Totally She Said podcast is produced by, yep, me, Michelle Suko, edited by Grey Door Productions, and sponsored by the INA Towing Network. This is your reminder to please remember to slow down and move over. Be safe out there, guys. <laughs>